We are so glad to have you in attendance tonight. This is our second night of the gospel meeting. Last night we discussed the wonderful kingdom of God and compared it to the kingdoms of the world. Tonight I want to talk to you about the great love the king of that kingdom has for us. To begin with, we know from John 1, 1 through 1-3, if you'll go ahead and turn there. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was nothing made that was made. Christ created all living things, the plants, the birds of the air, fish of the sea, livestock, and beasts of the wilderness. However, He loved us all, more than all of the other creations. Why? Let's turn to Genesis 1.27. 1.27. So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him. Male and female, He created them. Because we were created in His, Im- in his image, we were created mentally, physically, and most importantly, spiritually the same. He created us different from the animals in giving us a spiritual soul. He gave us the the ability to reason and choose in making our choices to love Him or not. He loved us by becoming a servant. He gave us the great example of what a servant should like, found in John 13, 3-7. So turn there. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into His hands and that He had come from God, and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments, and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin, and began to wash the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. What kind of a king would lower himself and humble himself by taking on the role of a slave or a servant and wash the feet of others? What kind of a god would serve himself up as a sacrifice for others, a god and king of love? Throughout history, treason to the king was a crime punishable by death. Uh, Many of those who opposed the will of the kings paid the price of being executed, often being tortured. Even in Jesus' day, those who betrayed the king died upon crosses. But the king that we should know and love loved us while we were traitors to the crown. Even when the crowd spat upon him, hurled insult at, at him, and mocked him, he asked God to forgive them. What kind of a king would do that? A king of love. We stand by a king that will love us and support us and won't run away from us when the going gets tough. In John 10, 1 through 10, it gives a great example of that. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. 
So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Often in history we see kings would abandon their people uh, in times of need or distress. In war it was common for people to die or lay down their lives for the king. We have a king that will never leave us or forsake us on the battlefield of life and become the shepherd and we're the sheep. Not often in history could you find a king that had love and compassion for his subjects. Um, throughout history, you find that kings abused and manipulated and took advantage of the subjects. We have a king that is moved by compassion and love. First, I want to turn to John 8, 1 through 11. It reads, They went each to his own house, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning, he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery. And placing her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now in the law, Moses commands us to stone such woman. So what do you say? This they said to test him, that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground. But when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. I want to read Luke twenty-two, fifty 50, and 51. Luke twenty-two, fifty 50, and 51. And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus, Jesus said, No more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. This is what is... On the bed sheet, cutting off Malchus's ear. And then in John nineteen twenty-five. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciples whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home, own home. We see from this that Jesus was concerned about his own mother when he was on the cross suffering terrible things. And finally, we have a king that loved us so much that he laid down his life and became the sacrificial lamb, found in Isaiah 53, 3-7. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. 
he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we were healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. We see here that Jesus laid down his own life for his sheep and became a sacrificial lamb, cleansing the sins of us. Thank you.